Welcome to the Retire Notes podcast series about preparing for retirement. I'm Kim Peets and I'm talking to Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. Bruce, what do you have for us today? Yeah, I thought we'd talk about the complication of being a couple as you plan retirement. The complication of being a couple. What do you mean by complication? This should be good, right? It should be good and hopefully it's a delightful complication. (laughs) But it's two people in a relationship and here they are. The time is coming when they're growing old together. Mm. That's the reality now, not a promise from way back. Mm. If the couple were married in their 20s, they've been together, well, it could be 40 years, Mm. um, 30, 40 years. And retirement's coming, probably have children, perhaps now adults that may even have grandchildren. So what I'm saying is they've experienced life's ups and downs, and they've lived together through this this period if they've been married for that length. But wouldn't that draw them together? I don't see the complication yet. Hmm. Maybe maybe it's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they've experienced a lot of things together, no question on that, but they're still two people. Unless you actually have a clone couple, which never happens, Mm. there are different expectations, different personalities, different approaches. And uh, we see evidence of this, but with one of the sad realities that the divorce rate among the 55 plus age group has grown dramatically. And this is a worldwide trend Mm. in the United States. In the past 10 years, the divorce rate has doubled and it's the fastest growing divorce rate of any age group in England. And it's risen by about 25% in Australia. So this is serious. And sad. And sad. One of the really sad things is that 40% of divorced people at at all ages, not just Mm. this age, but at all ages, wish they hadn't divorced five years later. So five years later, as they look back, they're saying, if only I'd known what was happening, Mm. I would have tried to have stopped it. And, Mm. And that is really the sad bit. Is it known what causes these divorces? Well, look... Busy life, and when a couple get married, you know, it's just them. And then mm. if children come along, suddenly their life is complex. There's mm. work issues, careers are taking over. Mm. And, and busy, busy. It is busy, busy, mm. yes, yes. And then they get close to retirement, uh, 55 plus, and they're thinking about, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. And they look at each other and think, I don't know this person. Mm. Who is this person? And some of them say, I don't like this person. Why did I marry this person? Mm. And and the reality is we all change so much from, you know, 20s, uh, early 20s. I think a lot of people getting married, you know, who are thinking of retiring now would be married young yep. and change yeah. so much over that time. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And uh, I, I love the title of this book, Retired with Husband, uh, written by <laughs> Mary Louise Floyd. And she talks about marriage having to be re-engineered at this stage of life. And I think mm. there's a truth in that because mm. so many things have changed. Mm. She reckons that before retirement, at this stage of life, often a couple only talks about 20 minutes a day. And that's not a lot of time communicating. I mean, that's a, mm, how are you over breakfast? Um, and then a few words at night and so on. It's very little. That's yes. very little. Yes. And now... They're looking at a time where they're going to be 24-7 together. Uh, That could be slightly overwhelming. (laughs) Yes, yes. There's this old saying, you know, at retirement you get uh, half as much money but twice as much husband, and that can be scary for (laughs) some women. It can be. (laughs) (laughs) What can couples do if they start to see this happening? Yeah, start talking. Uh, Talk to each other. And, And by talking, you know, not weather 
you know, great day today. Forget <laughs> a bit that. more deeper, perhaps. Deeper, than, yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk, talk about where they're at. Mm. Um, get to know each other mm. more than just a roommate. Mm. You know that this is this is the person that you've committed your life to. Yeah. And sure, the last few years, the last couple of decades, it may not have seemed like a close relationship, but mm. now's the time to really, really think about where do you want this thing to go. Where do you want? Uh, you know, it's interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I came across some research by someone who was talking about money. This is their big thing. Yeah, uh, there's their big thing. Uh, he's actually a professor at a university in the states, mm. and uh, he was talking about money. And he says, if your marriage is struggling, it's worth investing in marriage ther- marriage therapy. And I love this fact that he says investing. Investing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he put it in those terms because. He could see that so many marriages were coming unstuck mm. just before retirement or just after retirement. And he said, no, 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 it's, it's worth it. And the reality, it is worth investing in. Mm. Mm. Oh, you're thinking, okay, well, we've done all this life together. We've got a whole mm. bunch more to have together. Mm. Yes, yes. So, seems, so, it seems like a waste. Seems yeah, like a waste. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And, and, and the reality is the investment has already been made in all those other years of marriage. Kids, yes. grandkids, yes. a whole life together. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I would suggest one of, the, one of the really good ways of reliving mm. the past so you can kind of put the current time in context mm. is, is to get out the old photo albums, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, bring out the ones where hopefully you've got some photos when you met or, you know, soon after. Yeah. Uh, certainly the wedding photos, bring them out and uh, have a look at them and re- relive those moments. Mm. It may help you just think about why you did marry. In any relationship, it's probably a good thing to do that any time, not just at retirement, but yeah. to remember why yeah. they got together yeah. and what made them say, this is the person that I want to yeah. spend the rest of my life with. Well, you think about it. You know, there are, there are so many life events. Uh, mm. Kids' first day of school, that's a life event. It uh, is. First house, you know, and if you've got memories, uh, we've got photos of those that you can look at and say, well, yeah, remember when? Remember when? This is gradually building up the uh, togetherness. Mm. You know, please don't hear, hear me as saying that you, people shouldn't divorce. Some people should. Okay. That's, that's important to yeah. know. Yeah. But don't divorce easily, not without thought. Yeah, um, because that and not without will, effort and a bit of intentionality about. Yeah. Hang on, there's there's still, and I think the reality is, if we do remember those feelings and go back, I think there is definitely an element of um, the love can be found again. Because I think some people think, oh no, we just don't love each other anymore. But I think mm. you can find it. Mm. Can I, I think that's true. I yeah. think that's true. And if there is a problem, get help. Yeah. Get help. See yeah. a therapist. See someone who can actually help. Mm. Mm. What else should couples talk about, mm. Bruce? Well, planning their retirement. I mean, that's important. Mm. When you get into the retirement zone, you know, about your finances, yeah. um, about the practicalities, mm. get advice together on finances if you need to do that, yeah. and, and on all sorts of other things. Um, when will you retire? That's a good question. Will you retire together? Most couples, it seems, don't retire together. Certainly in the States, the figure is 20% retire together. The rest don't. That's surprisingly low. So what happens there? Well, that one works, one doesn't. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's <that> <laughs> and and course, I guess you have to have the expectations okay on that. You have to be okay with that. have to be okay and yeah. you, you have to sort it out. I, I know couples where one is going to work part-time, one's not going to work at all. 
Mm. And that's fine, but they've talked about it. They're working it through and they saying... They know what to expect. They know exactly what to expect. Uh, and they, they're some of the questions they need to be looking at. Mm. Mm. Are you going to do this? What, what are you going to do here? Mm. Um, what do you want to do in retirement? What do you want to do together? What do you want to do separately? Mm. Um, do we have days that we have together and they're our days? And do we have other days where we just do our own thing? There, there are all sorts of interesting things that should be talked about. Yeah. Sometimes I think we don't think we need to talk about it because we have this mind-reading ability because we've been together for so long. We just know what yeah. that person wants to do. But the reality is we all each have an expectation yeah. and expectations have a lot to answer for, don't they? <laughs> they do. They do. I, I like one marriage therapist told me couples should get together, take time away to reaffirm their commitment to each other. Mm. Now, Did that, you say be, time away? I said time away, yes. Time yes. away. So different walls, different place, yeah, yeah. different environment. Could, could be that or it just could be a day away somewhere where on the agenda is let's talk about each other. Let's talk about our plans as a couple. Yeah. Let's talk about our marriage, our relationship. Mm. You know, If that's the focus every now and again, it can only be a good thing. Mm. Yeah, mm. Yeah. No, and, I think and, that. And couples should talk about sex. Sex? Yes. No, 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 I don't think we should talk about sex. <laughs> let's talk about sex. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> sex. I mean, it, it is important. And yeah. there are a couple of reasons. Look, sex is a healthy and natural part of a couple's relationship. Mm. Um, and that's just how it is. Mm. Um, and if it's not, it should be, right? It should be. Yes, okay. yes. And as we age, sexual functioning can be impacted. Mm. No question on that. Mm. Uh, um, but mostly couples need to talk about sex because we tend not to. Yeah. Thank we you for keeping this real, Bruce. I think you're right. And you're, you're talking about things that nobody's – in retirement books, it's all about the money. We don't talk <laughs> yes. about this other stuff. And I love that your book covers this stuff. It, it's real. It's real. And I think it's, it's eye-opening. It's, it's making people realise that this is something that has to be talked about. Yeah. Why don't we talk about it? Well – I talked to Bettina Art. Now, Bettina Art is a sex therapist. She became, well, quite well known back in the 70s. So she is in the retirement zone. I, I don't think she's retired. <laughs> um, when I talked to her, I, I asked her the question, what is the one thing that couples need to know mm. about sex? What's the biggest issue? Mm. You know, and she came back and she called it the elephant in the room <laughs> is that couples don't talk to each other about sex. That's and surprising. this staggered me because... This is the baby boomer generation, the people retiring now, and the baby boomers, we, I'm one of them, <laughs> um, you know, baby boomers took sex out of the bedroom and put it into the main street, really, because, you know, suddenly it was in we the theatre. We have to talk about this. We, we talked to... about it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we don't, because, I don't know if, it, if it's too embarrassing or what, but it seems like that it's okay as a joke. Yeah. You know, it's okay as uh, something you see on telly, but not talking to each other. It's this personal level where it gets difficult. What, what's the reason for that? I haven't really heard a reason, but <laughs> I can guess. <laughs> you can guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, like I say, it's easier to make a joke mm. than to mm. actually talk about it because it's very personal. Yeah. You know, if... Uh, Someone feels inadequate in that area. Am I going to tell my partner or how do I do it? And the thing is, if they are, 
it would be better to tell the partner so that you can be helped together. Yeah. I think I'm thinking about okay, you spent your whole life joking about it, but never really seriously talking. About it. How do you change that? Like that, that for me looks like a very tricky <laughs> transitional point. <laughs> well, I, I guess there are some things that we need to know. I mean, our parents didn't do have sex. You know, no, that, that's, no, that's, no, <laughs> no. Let's let's break that barrier right now. <laughs> yeah. We and, don't want to imagine it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. and, and the reality is that people in their eighties and even nineties, some, still have sex. Mm. I mean, it, it is part of what a couple does. Mm. And and for men, it's more important than for women. That's mm. true. Um, but it's part of what couples do. Mm. Actually. When I was writing my book, I came across a book by a woman named Joan Price, and I've been tempted to buy it and put it on the coffee table for my kids and grandkids to find. <laughs> oh, I'm worried about what this book is going <laughs> to... What is this book, Bruce? It's called Naked at Our Age, but it's a subtitle that I particularly like. It's called Talking Out Loud About Senior Sex. What do you think? Should I put it in the, on the coffee table? <laughs> I think not. But in light of the fact that we need to be more open about it, maybe. Yeah, but I'd probably be more embarrassed than they would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. If being a couple in retirement is complicated, what's the good news? Because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of negative stuff, like we don't talk about this yeah. and we're not planning and we're not... What's the good news, Bruce? Well, Trobe University did a study that found that the first year of retirement was difficult for couples. Mm. Newly retired men and newly retired women had the lowest marriage satisfaction and the highest marital conflict among the couples surveyed. That's not good. That's no. not good at all. No. Good news is coming. Okay. Wait for it. Wait for it. the good news. <laughs> yeah. Something like this should be expected because you're going through transition. Yes. And any transition has some negative consequences. It's know. probably one of those stressful times in life. It you know, is. they've got these top 10 stressful times. Yep. Is retirement one of them? It is. It really oh. is. But the good thing is that two years after retirement, couples had much stronger marriages than before retirement. So it's, it's interesting. That's the transition positive. time. It is positive. Yeah. There is this transition time where there's uncertainty, where, where both partners are probably still trying to work out who they are, what they're doing now yep. that they've lost their jobs or they've yep. transitioned away from something. So it's good to know that a couple of years later, the marriages are much stronger. Uh, that is that is great news. Not only good news, great news. It is. In, it your, is. in your research, did you come across anything that you thought would help couples work through the complication? I, I like John Gottman, his, his material. He's a marriage therapist. I have a couple okay. of his books. Love him. Love okay. He's, yeah. he's a researcher. He's a bit of a guru yeah. in, the, uh, in the area. Um, and he said something very simple. Look for the positives in each other. Mm. Look for the positives in each other. Think about that. You know, he's been following two groups for 20 years. And uh, they were in their 40s and 60s when he began to follow them. Now they're in their 60s to 80s. Um, and he discovered that the longer people are together, the more a sense of kindness to each other there is, which is kind of fascinating. The more a sense of kindness there is. Mm, is, that, is that due to understanding each other? I, I think that's part of it. But because they've been together for a long time, there is this sense of appreciation. Mm. And this is where the kindness comes, comes from. Um, and he, he suggests that relationships often break down at this point where the kindness is missing. Okay. So I, I think one of the keys comes from this, and he puts it, and these are his words, the spirit of kindness and generosity carried them forward, couples who live happily. It, it's the spirit of kindness and generosity 
that carries them forward. So these are the ones where the marriage endures and the relationship endures for years and years and years. You know, being kind, it's not a huge thing. Having a sense of... Yes, and having a sense of generosity and appreciation, all all those other things uh, come together. So I would say kindness and generosity is a great way to go. That's beautiful. Thanks, Bruce. And remember, you can always go to the retirenotes.com website for more information or you can find or order Retirement Ready at bookshops or on the website. 